0: Good morning. This is the uh, Doug's blog for the second week of Lent. Today we're looking at John 14. and The title is Inclusive Exclusivity. Start with a quote. We believe in inclusive church, a church which celebrates and affirms every person and does not discriminate. We will continue to challenge the church where it continues to discriminate against people. We believe in a church which welcomes and serves all people in the name of jesus christ which is scripturally faithful which seeks to proclaim the gospel afresh for each generation and which in the power of the holy spirit allows all people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of jesus christ this is a statement from the organization called inclusive church but inclusion is a deceptive word we think we know what it means, but in fact it may mean something else. The key is about who is doing the including or the excluding. The kingdom of God is inclusive, but it's not universal. The first bit, inclusive, is God's bit. The second bit, not universal, is down to us. Let me explain. Using Jesus' words to the disciples in the upper room, In John 14, Peter, having been told that he will deny Jesus, is told, do not let your hearts be troubled. Jesus goes on to explain that he will be going away and that he will prepare a place for them. He's talking of his death, resurrection and ascension. Thomas doesn't understand. Jesus tells him, I am the way, the truth and the life. Okay, we will follow you, they might have thought. But Jesus wants them to have no doubt whatsoever. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Gospel is exclusive. There is only one way, but it is inclusively offered to all. Whoever believes in him, it says in John 3.16. Jesus, one way. One truth, one life. Okay, so to be included, I need to believe in Jesus. Well, yes and no. In Matthew seven twenty one, it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. So doing the will of the Father is also a requirement. So Rule One it's by Jesus. And rule two, doing the will of the Father. The offer is open to all. Jesus will never drive away anyone who comes to him, we're told in John 6.37. But we can disqualify ourselves, exclude ourselves. Further, anyone who sees me has seen the Father. Jesus and the Father are one. Jesus explains this further. If anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. on in another place, verse 15, what I command. He who does not love me will not obey my teaching. It says in verses 23 and 24 of chapter 14. And then rule three, it is in the power of the Spirit. The advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things, and will remind you of everything I have said to you. So, should the church discriminate? No, the offer of life is made to all. And we affirm all people. Or oh, yes and no. Yes, all are made in the image of God and are loved and valued by God. No, because all fall short of the glory of God and fail at some time to follow the commands of God obey Jesus' teachings, or follow the promptings of the Spirit. When it comes to living out the life of a Christian, there are thoughts, words and deeds deeds that can be affirmed, and there are others that can't. How can we tell? By being scripturally faithful, interpreted together by the counsel of the Holy Spirit, tradition and reason path of life is inclusively exclusive. Our Lent preparation lesson for this week, or prep talk, is obedience centred on Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit.